Assalamu alaikum. So, just to remind everybody about the whole concept of the series, Know Allah, the point of it all is for us to get to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know, when you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are bound to love Him. That's basically why we're studying the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But another very important point is, you know, the Prophet has told us that we need to have the akhlaq of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, you know, having the characteristics and having the manners and living by the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our daily lives. That's really the, the action in, in all these series that we're doing, all these names that we're learning, whether it was Rahman, Rahim, Al-Wadud, Al-Kareem, if you remember all these names, there's always an action that I end the talk with and that's really where we start to live by these names and when we live by His names, then we really feel the, the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our lives, that's where our relationship with Him gets stronger and that's where we get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So today's beautiful name is Al-Latif. Al-Latif. And it comes from the root word Lutf in the Arabic language, which means to be extremely gentle, delicate, and soft and graceful, and at the same time very courteous. Okay? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is you know, extremely subtle in the way He deals with us, in, the, in His actions, in His knowledge of the smallest things in his presence and so for for us to understand this like just try to imagine the air that's around us right no one can deny that this there's air around there's there's oxygen that we're breathing from and if you you move your hands you kind of feel it so it's there but you don't really feel it there's no smell to it you can't really see it but it's there and you know it has the ability to carry airplanes i can just imagine uh, an airplane, the, the, the weight of an airplane is approximately 350 tons. At the same time, you know, uh, this air that's around us, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded it, it would turn into hurricanes and tornadoes, which would go up to speeds close to 800 kilometers per hour. Now, this is the subtlety of the air that's around us. So this is just an example of how, you know, something can be always around us, but at the same time, it's so subtle, it's so gentle and and you know it doesn't bother you much right the air around you doesn't really bother you much and Allah so Allah subhanahu is very extremely close to us in a very uh, latif manner he's latif when it comes to being close to us he says he's closer to us than our jugular veins right but at the same time this closeness is not intrusive it's not annoying you know how, like sometimes your cousin or your uncle or your aunt comes over to visit your house and so they stay for like a couple of days and uh, you know uh, when it comes to guests staying over you know they're staying in the guest room they're eating with you they're spending time with you but if the guest stays for too long then what happens you feel kind of annoyed you feel that someone's invading your privacy and that you know, um, you, you need your own space, right? And especially if someone's always with you, you know, he's with you in, uh, you know, in the car, he's with you in the house, wherever you go, he's just with you. We need our space, sometimes even from kids, even from our spouses, from our parents. Sometimes we, we just need time for ourselves. But Allah's path is saying is, I'm with you all the time, right? But because he's al-latif, this... Uh, closeness to us is not intrusive because we can't see him 
And so this is, you know, one of the beauties of this beautiful name is that although Allah is all around, always with us, He has angels watching us all the time, but it's not annoying, it's not intrusive, it doesn't really make us feel bad or, or get us annoyed, you know. So that's the beauty of this, this name Al-Latif. Another, uh, you know, uh, beauty of this name Al-Latif is that He has knowledge of everything. And, you know, this name comes in the Quran usually tied up with Al-Khabir, Al-Latif Al-Khabir. Right? Which means that he is full of knowledge of everything that's happening to us, our hearts, our intentions, what we're thinking, everything. But at the same time, it's very subtle. It's, uh, you know, uh, this knowledge is of every single small detail that, you know, we sometimes overlook. Even that wrong look that you saw, saw right? Some, that scene that you saw somewhere on TV, that, you know, YouTube uh, video that you saw for a couple of minutes. Although no one was there, he, Al-Latif, saw that. Right? And he knows, he knows what you're doing. So he has knowledge of every small and tiny thing in your life. Even your thoughts, even your intentions. Right? Things that no one else can see, things no one else can feel, he knows. SubhanAllah. And uh, another beautiful uh, angle to this is his actions. Right? So he, even his actions... Um, you know, there's subtlety in his actions. So, for example, if you sit down and there's a really yummy mango in front of you, right? You're about to eat it. Next time you eat it, just think about this. What did that mango, what process did that mango go through for it to come on your plate? SubhanAllah, it was grown somewhere in some field, very, very far away, maybe in Pakistan or somewhere. And then, you know, it came out of its seed. Uh, you know, the farmer took it to some wholesale shop and the wholesale shop sold it to some trader who shipped it all the way to your country and then from the country it went to the uh, supermarket and, and you ended up going there and picking it up from all the other thousands of other fruits and then, you know, it came in your shopping bag and then it went into the fridge and it was nice and cool and then your mom or your wife sliced it up for you and it's on your plate now and you're about to enjoy this beautiful mango. SubhanAllah, all that preparation that happened in the background, you were unaware of that, right? But Al-Latif was preparing this meal for you in a very beautiful and gentle and loving and soft way. All this process uh, that this mango went through to be on your plate, and this was your rizq written for you from Al-Latif. So amazing if we just, you know, have our meals with this in mind, remembering Al-Latif and how all this, this, a lot of things are happening in the background without, without even knowing, you know. But the moment you start to think about this, it really increases your love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it makes you appreciative, makes you, you know, thankful and grateful for these blessings that we're enjoying. And so we also experience his uh, lutf and uh, things like our babies, right? So babies... You know that babies, they don't have teeth when they grow, uh, when they're born, right? And there's a lot of wisdom behind that. And these teeth, they grow in a very gentle and subtle manner. And if you, if, if you guys know that, you know, teeth usually for children, they fall off after a certain period of time and then new teeth come. And so this procedure is also, there's a lot of lutf in it. There's a lot of subtlety and gentleness in, in this process because these, uh, you know, initial uh, teeth that are, uh, they're known as the baby teeth, Right, they fall off so softly that there's no pain involved. You know, your kid could be, you know, biting an apple and would fall off without him realizing. Whereas the stronger teeth that adults have, 
what pain do we have to go through? You know, you go to the dentist and he gives you the injection and he takes it out and there's so much pain. But the child's in a sara is such a beautiful and soft way. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replaces his, you know, the baby teeth with proper, proper teeth. So this is another way of, of understanding the lutf of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, just think about it. Imagine children born are born with like really solid teeth. How would the mothers feel when it came to breastfeeding? Right? It would be a terrible experience. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has you know, arranged all of this for us. Because he's al-khabir, he knows, you know, what, what's, when's the right time for what, subhanAllah. And so, you know, uh, graduality is another way of experiencing the lutf of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When it came to the prohibition of alcohol in, in Islam, right? There's so many, you know, people uh, in the city of Medina who were drinking alcohol. They were doing this for a long, long time. It was a habit. And so Allah didn't just come, you know, uh, in one eye and said, uh, you know, alcohol is haram and you guys need to stop or you're all going to help. No, he understood the situation and he understood that the, you know, uh, the Sahaba and the, the followers of the Prophet they needed time because this was a habit that was really, really tough to get over. And so it's from the lutf of Allah. He was so ge gentle and so courteous to these people with a sin like drinking alcohol, right? Which is considered a big thing. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it gradually, he, you know, made it illegal very gradually. So in the, in the beginning he said, you know what, just... Um, don't drink while you're praying and then he said you know the harm or the sin in it is greater than its benefit and then gradually he, he said just stay away you know it's rich it's from the deeds of shaitan so even in the ahkam even in the rulings and the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there's gentleness and there's you know you see the signs of al-latif in his uh, commands and his prohibitions because it's all at the end of the day for our own benefit just think about zakat right how much do we have to pay for from our you know annual savings in zakat? It's just two point five percent of your, you know, entire wealth that's accumulated over this year. Two point five percent. That's nothing. This is the beauty of Allah. Tif. You know, He expects very little from us in a very soft and easier, without making it burdensome for us. Like even the five daily prayers. Like how much time does it take for you to pray? Right, five ten minutes. It's so easy. You know, even fasting, you, pray, you fast one month, an entire year, and that's it. SubhanAllah. So, you know, how do we live by this name? So what's the action? Number one, be courteous to the people around you. You know, be gentle, be someone who is uh, soft with the people around you. Don't be, don't be someone who's harsh and someone who's always forcing, you know. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He sent Musa alayhi salam to Fir'aun, He told him, uh, and his brother who are Harun, Subhanallah. Say to him soft words. You know, be courteous to him. Be gentle with him. You know, so we need to be. We need to learn from this beautiful name that we need to be courteous. We need to be gentle with those around us. We shouldn't be annoying. You should. You know, a, a Muslim should not be annoying to anybody, right? To your boss. Like just the other day, a brother came to me and says, you know, my my boss hates me. He's uh, you know uh, doesn't like me. He's always like. Uh, annoyed when he sees me this is, I mean something is wrong here you know all the people around us should be feeling that we are the most gentle people the most courteous people we should be lovable we should be graceful in our dealings with others even when it comes to dealing with animals when it comes to dealing with the environment with you know uh, these the signs of Al-Latif are all around us for uh, to remind us to be Latif with those who are around us 
And so, you know, parents need to be courteous and gentle with children. So many parents, you know, and including us, sometimes we make mistakes when we shout at our children, we slap them, we, you know, kick them around, we, you know, abuse them with very, very, you know, harshful words. Where is Lutf and, and parents today? You know, we're just forcing our children, we're destroying their character by, you know, you know saying terrible things to them. You're, you don't know anything, you're useless, you're this, you're that. These things destroy children, right? And we, we do it so casually. So where is the lutf? Where is the gentleness and being courteous? Even to, you know, uh, those weaker than us. I keep bringing up the, the example of housemates because this is a sad reality today. That, you know, housemates are unfortunately treated like, like garbage, like, you know, just slaves. You know, they're human beings. They have been given karama. Allah has honored them. Allah has given them dignity. And so we need to be courteous with them. We need to be courteous with the, you know, the waiter in the restaurant, courteous with the, the guy who washes your car. You know? So knowing a latif should make you also latif in your dealings with others. And last, last but not least, you need to be someone who, your, you know, the people around you, your friends, your colleagues, they don't feel annoyed when you're in their presence. You know, give people their space. Don't be someone who's always annoying others, right? You need to learn when to talk to someone, when to give them their space. Uh, you know, you go speak to someone, respect their time, you know, don't be over, like, uh, annoying when it comes to asking time from others and just, you know, intruding others' privacies. Be courteous to them, be gentle, and, uh, you know, even in, your, in the way you talk to them and the way you deal with people, just be someone who is courteous. And so, you know, I ask Allah subhanahu to help us all live by this amazing, amazing name of Allah subhanahu wa al-Latif, the one who is, uh, you know, subtle and soft and graceful and courteous and, and the one who deals with us in such delicacy to teach us to be uh, like that in our daily lives also. Assalamu alaikum. And in Surah Rahman, Allah subhanahu wa says, يَسْأَلُهُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَوَاتِ وَمَنْ فِي الْأَرْضِ كُلَّ يَوْمٍ هُوَ فِي شَأْنٍ Everything that Allah created is asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala day to day, moment to moment. And Allah is pretty much occupied with, with answering these du'as. So Allah didn't say just for human beings. Even the ants are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for provision. Even the whale in the bottom, bottom of the ocean is asking Allah for provision. Even the seed is asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it grow. Everything is asking Allah except who? Except us. We have neglected this powerful, powerful weapon or tool that, you know, is, wallahi, is such a blessing, is such a gift from Allah.